0: Time now for the quote of the week, and it comes from historian David Starkey, who stated on the BBC In the last 20 years, we had a revolution by stealth, not in our streets, but in our values, as a generation brought up with no rules and no religion has lurched with quasi religious fervor into a puritanical groupthink where debate is stifled and difference of opinion cannot be tolerated. In politics, there is a new pseudo religious intensity. Maybe you could be pro Trump. Anti-Trump, Remainer, Brexiteer. They confront each other in a sort of holy war. Man, it's not tough to think about several debates in our country like that. Then he goes on to warn, this does not bode well. Last time that religion so dominated politics was in the Puritan religion, which led to civil war, the abolition of parliament, and military dictatorship. Time now for this week's shocking stat. I think this one will come as a shock to many Canadians, especially those that confuse the regulations and guidelines governing the healthcare system. And they confuse that with the very dedicated people who work in it. I mean, we could be talking doctors or nurses, cleaning staff, physio, x ray technician, hospital staff. Well, this week, the Commonwealth Fund released their study looking at healthcare systems of 11 high income countries. Now, they use data from the OECD and the World Health Organization, as well as analyzing 71 performance measures across five domains, Uh, things like access to care, um, care process, administrative efficiency, equity, uh, healthcare outcomes, all of that stuff. It was drawn from their own Commonwealth Fund international surveys conducted in each country. So here's the shocking stat. Canada ranks 10th out of 11 countries. That's down one place, by the way, since 2017. Only the U.S. ranks lower. And again, Don't confuse the system with the dedicated people who work in it. We have to be able to have a discussion about the system without saying you don't like our doctors or you don't like our physios or something. No, that's ridiculous. This is the system. As I say, in 2017, we were ninth out of 11. Now we've dropped one. Only the U S ranks lower, but it's, we rank. And this is something we've talked about for years is waiting lists access to care. Or access to an emergency room doctor. Come on. Before the pandemic, fifty to 60,000 people were leaving this country a year looking for medical care. Timely is the key word. Timely medical. We had provinces sending people down to the States because they couldn't get timely care here. So let's not be shocked by this. And it's not about the amount of money spent either. In terms of getting the most from spending, only the U.S. ranks lower in terms of the bang for the buck. And you know what? There's no sign that any of this will change. We have had so many reports literally going on for decades, worried about sustainability, worried about uh, waiting lists, access to care. And nothing has changed. But that's the latest. As I say, I think that will shock a lot of people. The Commonwealth Fund, as I say, ranking us 10th out of 11 healthcare systems in high income countries. Time now for this week's Goofy Award, but before I get to it, just a quick word about personally being censored by Facebook, in case you didn't hear. Woke up Thursday morning, was going to post something on Michael Campbell's Money Talks Facebook page, and found that I was no longer able to do it. They said my account had been suspended. Boy, that's strange just saying it. There's no explanation or reason given, just suspended. And maybe it's happened to you, if you do, if you have, rather, you know You don't get any explanation at all. You just click a button to dispute the censorship and they say, hey, they'll review it and get back to you whenever. No other information, though. It's incredible. And just a quick shout out for those people who thought, hey, that's a good idea. Shut that guy up. There is a lot of people in Canada who agree with censoring people who have opinions they don't agree with. They don't seem to understand that they could be next. And a special shout out, because it's kind of funny to people who do write nasty things, not a lot of them, but some do. They get beyond dislike into hate. But they never provide me with any data or research that backups their dislike of something I've said that offended them. And I say, fair enough, as the cliche goes, it's a free country. But not for much longer if after the next election Bill C 36 gets passed with the support of the Liberals and the NDP. It will no longer be your right to say something nasty or hateful. All anyone has to do is make a complaint about it. It can be anonymous, investigation takes place. The hate monger can be fined up to $20,000 and the person who files a complaint doesn't actually have to be hurt by the comment. I can hardly wait. It's going to be my new hobby. Now to the goofy. How can you tell it's federal election time? Yes, sure. Billions of spending promises. And we've made it clear how popular promises of a free lunch are in this country. But the other sign of a pending election is visits to Quebec with promises that appease and attract potential voters. Especially block voters. We've got a great example this week. After turning down a request from Alberta for $6 billion over five years for the federal government to help subsidize the $10 a day daycare, I mean, after all, come on, how many seats are available to the Liberals in Alberta? But Quebec's a different story. Lots of seats to be had. You've got a lot of pundits saying that's who determines the election outcome, minority or majority. So Prime Minister Trudeau announced $6 billion for Quebec's daycare program but with no strings attached. I mean, Quebec's had a subsidized daycare program since 1997. Quebec can do whatever it likes, though, with the $6 billion in federal dollars, which is why Quebec Premier, Francois Legault, refused to say if the money would actually be spent on daycare. It's just $6 billion of our tax dollars going to Quebec. No wonder the Premier was pleased. Now, look, I'm not debating the merits of subsidized daycare, although a program this size Shouldn't be a given. With tens of billions of dollars being promised, it merits a thorough discussion and debate on a number of aspects, from the economic impact to child development. But of course, it won't be. But in the meantime, we know this collection is underway when you see a smile on the face of the Quebec premier, thanks to federal dollars coming his way.